Hello, my listeners out there, and welcome to another exciting edition of Good Success on Air with Bamide Legion. Good Success on Air with Bamide Legion is a success, rational, and motivational podcast that is designed by God to make people's way prosperous and for them to have good success in their family life, business life, and career. I am still your host, Bamide Legion. Today, I'm going to be talking about the topic that is tied to the place of dreams in purpose fulfillment, part six. On Good Success on Air, with Bam Religion today, I'm going to be talking about the place of dreams in purpose fulfillment part six. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for yet another opportunity to listen to this podcast, Good Success on Air with Bam Religion. Father, as we hear this word, Jehovah God, man, illuminate this word in the name of Jesus. Let your anointing come upon this word in Jesus' name. Let every life that we hear this word be changed. Let their life not remain the same. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, animate this word. Let it come alive. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The place of dreams and purpose and fulfillment part in part six. The place of dreams and purpose and fulfillment part six. Now, in order for you to fulfill your God ultimate purpose in life, you must have a dream. In order for you, you know, to be all that God has created you to become in life, you must have a big dream. A dream we are talking about here, you know, is not those pictures you see when you sleep at night. Yes, you can call that to a level dreams, but that's not the kind of dreams we are talking about here today. Now, what we are, what we mean by dream is a conscious mental projection of one's future. That is a conscious mental projection of your future. You know, you have a dream of greatness that you want to become somebody. You want to become great. This is kind of what we are talking about. So, dreams are images consciously formed in one's mind based on the word of god in line with your glorious future i repeat dreams are conscious images formed in one's mind based on the word of god in line with your glorious future now many of you keep receiving prophecies you know of from great men of god and prophet of how great your future is every pastor that meets you will te- keep telling you you are a man of great destiny you know you have great glory you know but at the end of the day you don't see anything great about yourself you are poor broke and stagnated nothing is really working around your life and at the end you conclude that maybe those pastors or prophets are lying now let me tell you that the, the truth today that what those pastors or prophets saw about you may be 100% accurate. However, there is one missing link concerning you and your fulfillment of that, you know, those glorious destiny they've been prophesying to your life. That missing link is what? Dream. Dream. Now, you need to have a dream for it to come to pass. You see that future they have been telling you about, you know, and you are not seeing anything good coming to you it's probably because you what your mind cannot capture it and once once your mind cannot capture it your life cannot capture it it's very important so you need to have a dream for it to come true if you don't have any dream for your life how can it come true they used to say dream comes true dream comes true you must have a dream first for it for that dream to come true meaning no dream you know don't be surprised if you are still on the same spot, will that not be your portion in Jesus' name? Now, when Jeremiah received a powerful prophecy that he will become a prophet, you know, unto many nations in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 
fight. God needed him to dream. God needed him to do something. That is to dream. Because any future you hand over to fate, F-A-T-E, without doing anything on your part to bring it to fulfillment, is an irresponsible one. I repeat, any future that you hand over entirely to fate, F-A-T-E, without doing anything meaningful on your part, taking any conscious responsibility on your part for its fulfillment, is an irresponsible one. You see, no matter how great your future is, if you don't dream, it won't come to pass. Yes. Because it is not entirely up to God. God has a part to play in your you know, dream and vision fulfillment. You also have a part to play. It is up to your what, ability to dream. Now, God called Jeremiah in Jeremiah, in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. He says, Jeremiah 1 5 says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth, I of the womb, I have sanctified thee, and I have ordained you a prophet unto nations. And in reinforcing that greatness, that you know, that prophecy of greatness that God has for Jeremiah, God told him in verse 10 that, See, I have set thee today, I have this day set thee over nations and over kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plan. However, in verse 1 in Jeremiah 1 verse 11 to 12 verse 11 to 12, you know, in order for Jeremiah to fulfill that great prophecy, God needed him to what to dream. In verse 11, the Bible says, Moreover, the word of God came to unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? Meaning, what do you see? And I said, I see a rod of almond tree. Then verse 12 says, Then God said unto me, Thou have seen well, for I will hasten my word to perform it. Now, Jeremiah, you know, needed to see correctly with his mind eye for the fulfillment of God ordained, you know, purpose for his life, in his life, to come to fulfillment. He needed to see well. For some of you, the reason why you are, things are not working, you know, around your life is because you are not seeing correctly. You are not seeing well. All that you spend you know give your 24 hours of your life is to see yourself failing defeated you know downtrodden battered and the more this picture keep repeating itself in your mind the more your life you know will be will be going towards failure defeat and reproaches you need to consciously begin to see correctly don't allow the situation of your nation to determine your dream no your nation may the exchange rate you know your nation may not measure up to the dollar never allow that to put a limitation on your life the only limitation you place on your life is the one you place on your mind you see the mind is your instrument for breakthrough in life the victory that must be won must first be won in the mind before you win you get it in life the height one dream to attain to must be first seen, must first be seen in one's mind. And one or else one will never get there. That is what it means to dream. It is not just seeing picture as night. No. A dream is a mental picture of a preferable future. That is, a picture of your glorious future captured by your mind's eye. Like I have, you know, you had me said because uh, before on previous podcasts. You know that the future 
you cannot picture you cannot feature that is a picture you cannot feature you can't capture it you cannot play in it that's what that statement means so the bible says in Proverbs 27 that as a man ticket in his so he's easy so whatever is too big for your mind is too big for your hands note that that whatever is too big for your mind is too big for your what and you cannot become great in life if you don't perceive greatness in your mind you see one of the greatest gifts that god gave to man is the ability to dream animals cannot dream that's why we are very fortunate because animals don't have a mind of their own but man can dream because man has a mind of his own and god says something powerful about man's ability to dream in in genesis chapter 11 verse 6 he said said that and nothing will be restrained from him that he has imagined to do look at that he made this powerful statement you know when men were constructing the tower of babel that you see these guys the way they are going if we don't stop them they will build this tower to heaven because i have put an ability in them the ability to dream and nothing they what they use this mind to dream that they will not what achieve that's what that statement means he has to come and scatter the language because he knew that man in his imagination has a potential to function like god yes so he has to stop him now the only embargo you place on your life i want to note that the only embargo you place on your on your life is the one you place on your mind if you cannot if you think you are beaten you are if you think you are un- so unfortunate you will never be fortunate in life if you keep dreaming about poverty failure and defeat then don't be surprised if nothing good comes to you in order for you to fulfill god's ordained purpose for your life you must allow you must never allow your level of education to put a ceiling on your life i repeat in order for you to fulfill your god ordained purpose that you must never allow your work your degree your level of education to put a ceiling on your life although education has a part to play you know at times in one fulfillment of destiny but never allow it to limit you to from becoming who god has ordained you to be that you finish with school start and you are learning mechanic or tailor you know is not the problem i repeat that you finish with school start and you are learning mechanic or you are a tailor is not the problem that you finish you know your first degree and stop at nd hnd bsc is not the problem but the problem is with you is the limitation you place on yourself the limitation in your mind is your ultimate limitation in life look some of the greatest inventors and innovators in the world today never allow their education you know to limit them as a matter of fact many of them never finished from school but they still went ahead to fulfill their god ordained purpose in life in grand style but one thing is common denominator to them is that they all have great dreams they all use you know the unlimited power of their mind to dream big dreams thomas edison was a dropout from school because his teacher thought he was slow to learn that this one is a failure and they expelled him because he couldn't read abc after his expulsion thomas said that you know he was 
he has to do what they call homeschooling from his mommy, from his mother. She taught him how to read and write and do math. You know, he worked hard and experimented a lot until he invented the light bulb that's in, in the incandescent light, motion pictures, camera, and you know, stock seeker, and many great inventions today that we have in the world. He was a school dropout. He never allowed that limitation, you know, set by his teacher to limit him. The Wright brothers, the guys that invented, you know, or that flew the first uh, aeroplane or the first aircraft never went to school. As they went to school, but they didn't com- complete secondary school. They were expelled from school. But they never allowed that to place a lead, you know. You, you are even lucky. You have a first degree. These guys didn't have school sacks. And today, you can't mention the history of the airplane and you don't mention the name of Wright Brothers. So what is that limitation you place on yourself, I ask you. Bill Gates, many of you have heard of him. You know, several times the richest man in the world. He was a school dropout, you know, at Harvard University. You know, he dropped out and built Microsoft. It was a global empire that employed many first-class students and many PhD owners today. Bill Gates never allowed his education to limit his greatness. Now, what about Larry Ellison? Now, Larry Ellison, the founder of Oracle, and once the ninth richest man in the world, you know, in his speech at Yale, at to Yale graduates, the Yale University graduates, Ellison, you know, was reported to have said, "Diplomas are for losers." Look at that, you know. He, he was trying to challenge them by that statement that you don't have to allow this thing called certificate to limit your destiny. What about Michael Dell? Michael Dell, the founder of Dell Incorporation, dropped out of college at the age of 19 but still managed to build a multinational tech company. In fact, many people today that became very great in life, many of them, likes of Steve Jobs, Paul Allen, you know, Mike Zuckerberg, all of these guys dropped out of school to pursue their dreams. A great man was quoted, you know, was quoted by saying that if you want to be successful in life, don't go to school. You know, I'm not using, now understand I'm not saying all of this to downplay or rubbish the value of education. No, many of us here, we are where we are today by the grace of God through our level of education. However, my take home for you today is dream big, dream big dreams and never allow your level of education to limit you from fulfilling your God-ordained purpose in life. God bless you. However, I will not finish, I will not close this podcast without giving as many that under the sound of my voice the opportunity, you know, those are not being saved to give their life to Jesus Christ. You are hearing me and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, you can just say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I realize I'm a sinner. I know you come to die for me on the cross. Lord Jesus, come into my life today. Be my Lord and personal Savior. Wash me clean with your blood from every sin and iniquity. Make me a child of God. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you have said that prayer, I want to say congratulations. We believe you just got born again. Look for a Bible-believing church I begin to attend. And let Jesus be your master for the rest of your life. Thank you. Uh, I will not close again without praying for as many that are under the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus, that every form of limitation that is placed upon your life, every limitation that is placed upon your destiny, 
that is not making you to become who God wants you to be, that limitation is removed now in the name of Jesus. Go and fulfill destiny. Go and fulfill purpose in lifestyle, in grand style, in Jesus' name. Amen. Don't forget, I don't release a new book titled Strategy Prayer Skills to get a copy at a reduced rate. You can send me a WhatsApp no, uh, message on plus 234 703 That's plus 234 or send an email on bamde01 at gmail.com. And for those of you that are in Ibadan, please uh, watch out this October. You know, we are having our uh, school of marriage. That's uh, Ibadan School of Marriage with the team building a divorce-proof marriage and it is for single and married. It's going to be taking place on Sunday 31st of October 2021 by 5 p.m. A living proof entry, Pelele Ibadan. You know, our guest is Pastor Ibel Kolade, the resident pastor of Living Faith Church, Ring Road Ibadan. You know, it is hosted by my wife and I. And I look forward to seeing you for inquiry about this program. You can see call or send WhatsApp or plus 234 74 Thank you for listening. Listening to your good success in business, life, and career. It is I, Bamejo, sign out. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Hello, my listeners. Welcome to another exciting edition of Good Success on Air with Bam John. Good Success on Air with Bam John is a success, motivational, inspirational podcast that is designed by God to make your way prosperous and for you to have good success in your family life, business life, and career. I'm still your host, Bam John. Today, I'm going to be talking about a new topic as a new series titled The Power of Right Believing System. The Power of Right Believing System. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we pray this day that as people hear this word this word becomes spirit and life to them in jesus name lord illuminate this word in their hearts in jesus name animate this word let this word become flesh toward the hearers in jesus name we pray thank you jesus amen so we continue the power of right belief system now in our purpose discovery you know strategy or system you must understand that you understand the power of right belief system for you for you can't fulfill your god-ordained destiny in life without having a right belief system in life what you believe is powerful in life what you believe is so important that's what you believe about yourself is crucial i tell you today that if you can change what you believe about yourself you will change your life I tell you today that if you can change what you believe about your life, you will change your destiny. And if you can change what you believe about your life, you will change your future. But if you can't, you know, if you believe that you can't, then you can't. Jesus made a powerful statement in Mark 9 verse 23. He says, If thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. He says, if thou can't believe, all things are possible to him that would believe it. Meaning, the key word there is belief. So, 
it is not always up to God in your journey of life. It is all always up to you. That is what you believe, your mindset. It is the way you, you know, your mindset, your believing right that will make you see the mightiness of God's power and presence in your life. Like Bishop David Oedipo said, any faith that makes God totally responsible is an irresponsible faith. So God expects you to have a right belief system for him to move on your behalf. Ephesians 3 verse 20 says, Now unto him moves to do exceedingly abundant above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that worketh in what? In us. So you can see from that scripture that your wrong belief system is the reason why God has not moved concerning your situation. Right belief system always produces this right result. When you believe right, you will live right. On the other hand, wrong belief system always produces wrong results. When you believe wrong things about yourself or you believe wrongly, you will live wrongly. The reason why a lot of people are trapped in various forms of addictions and very destructive habits is because of their wrong belief system. Others are trapped in the prison of alcohol and others to narcotics, drugs, or pornography. And some others have been held captive by years of chronic depression, fighting suicidal thoughts that strip them of the ability to function in their everyday lives as a result of wrong belief system. For some people, other people, no matter how hard they try and how much effort, time and resources they throw into the fight to be free from all fears, worries and addiction triggered by wrong belief system, they are beaten, battered like a boxer that has just been defeated by his opponents. They end up returning to their shell, you know, their bodies defeated, morale crushed and confidence shattered, trapped once again in guilt, fear and addiction that simply refuse to go away. And after the defeat, they get back into the ring for another round, only for the adversary to whisper again to their heads the voices of defeat. Their wrong belief system makes them hear voices of failure, telling them in their subconscious mind that, who do you think you are? You are a failure. Have you forgotten all those mistakes you made before? It keeps telling them, like haunting them, you know, that things will never get better. You should just accept your lot as a failure in life. There is no hope for you. It is not going to work. You are just going to fail again. Nobody loves you. Nobody cares for you. You are alone. After all these soccer punches, the individual goes back into the prison, you know, again. All because of his wrong belief system. Wrong belief system literally put people in prison. And that's in bandage. Even though they are physical, they are, they are no physical shackles or chains. Wrong belief system causes his victim to behave as though they were incarcerated in the maximum security prison. They never see things get better. They always see life happening to them and not for them. They never dream of a better place. They never dream of what? Accomplishing greater things. All they do is that what? They have no choice that to live in poverty, despair, frustration, you know, and defeat all their life. However, right belief system is a light that illuminates the path to freedom out of a prison of limitation. It begins with you changing your mindset from wrong believing to right believing. 
Proverbs 23 verse 1 says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. That is, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You see, the mind is your instrument of breakthrough in life. Yes, it is. Many of you, you have been binding witches and wizards, you know, for so long, you know, breaking, you know, and binding and cutting generational causes and chain. Whereas your problem is not those generational causes. Your problem is what you have been, is for you to have a right believing system. Your problem is that you have a wrong belief system. And that's why you have been head bandage in bandage for years. The victory you must win first in life must first be won in your mind. Because the mind is a battlefield. That's why the Bible says in the book of Proverbs 4 23 that you should guide your heart with all diligence, with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. You have to become all that God wants you to be. You have for you to want to fulfill your God ordained purpose in life. You must actively guide your heart diligently from negative from negativity, zim, dispodent thoughts, which is battered in your life by wrong belief system. Now, the children of Israel lost the, a very vital battle over the promised land in their life because of what? Their wrong belief system. Their wrong belief system made them to see themselves as grasshopper before the adversary. And they indeed died like grasshopper in the wilderness because of their not believing right. Now, Numbers chapter 13 tells us how Moses sent spies to the land of Canaan to spy out the land. Numbers said, you find that story in Numbers 13 verse 1 to 2, I think, verse if. 17 to 20. It says in verse 1, And Lord spake to Moses, saying, Send thou men that they should search the land of Canaan, which I give in, in, unto the hand of the Israel. Look at that. They should search the land that he has already given to them. Look at that. Of every tribe, of every of their fathers, shall ye send a man, each one a ruler among them. Then in verse 17, the Bible says, And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, and said unto them, Get up, get you up in the way southward and go up to the mount unto the mount verse 18 and see the land, what it is, and the people that dwell them, whether they be strong, weak, few, or many, and what the land what and what the land is that they dwell in, whether it is good or bad, and what cities they be that they dwell in, whether a tent or a stronghold. And what the land is, whether it is it be fat, lean, whether there be wood, daring or not, and be ye of good courage, and bring of the fruit of the land. Now, the time was the time of the first creep. Now, this is the account. After Moses sent them, the instruction was clear to go and spy out the land. He didn't tell them to go and analyze how big and powerful the giants they are. No. The spies. They spy out the land, you know. Spy out the land was the instruction. But after this guy went, you know, returned for the trip, because of their wrong belief system, their wrong mentality, the Bible said that what they brought the bad reports. They said the land indeed that you sent off flow with milk and honey, and even show the people the fruit of it. However, they broke the bad news. They said, nevertheless, the people that dwell in that land are stronger than them. Look at that. They said the cities are walled and very great. They went ahead and described how strong the giants who live there are, sons of Anak, Hittites, 
uh, Amorite, the Jebusite, and other giants who dwell therein. And by reason of all this, their analysis, they concluded that they were finished. That by reason of all what all their analysis, they concluded that they are already defeated. Don't forget, God already gave them the land. But they now, in their own mind, believe they can't do it. They can't, you know, they believe they can't enter into the promised land that God gave to their father Abraham. But thank God for Caleb and Joshua, who had a right belief system. You have said that Caleb steal the people before Moses, you know, and said to them, Let us go up at once and possess the land, for we are able to overcome it. This is a right mindset. That's a right mentality. That's a mentality of victory and not of defeat. The other guys were talking from the perspective of big defeat. But here is Caleb speaking from the perspective of what? Of victory. That what? We are well able. Look at that. They are wrong. But these men that went with them quizzed him and said, No, we are not able. For they are strong that we are. Look at that. Their wrong belief system, you know, make them to shun uh, Caleb up. That he was saying rubbish. Now, they didn't stop at the fact that they mentioned that they, they were, uh, the giants were stronger than they are. They even said another thing. They said the land consumed the inhabitants. Haba. Where do they get that information from? It is obvious from their wrong belief system. Their wrong belief system held them captive to the end that, in number 17 verse 3, that they said that they look like grasshopper in their own sight. Not in the sight of the giant. The giant did not come and say, hey, you, you are grasshopper. No. They concluded by reason of the fact that they had a wrong mentality, they had a wrong belief system, that they themselves, they see themselves as grasshopper. That was why at the end of the day, only Caleb and Joshua made it to the presence because of, of their right belief system. Similarly, many of you have glorious destinies. Your future is very bright. But as long as you, 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 as long as your belief system is corrupted with wrong information about yourself, you will never get to where God has ordained you to get to. The Israel and Israel, they already have been covenanted. The promise that was already, already given to them. Just go and spy and take over. But they said they are not able. And by reason of that wrong mindset, they lost the promise land. My question to you today is that, what is your dis- disposition to life? How do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as a grasshopper or an ant before your adversary or the giant? You must develop a right belief system because a wrong belief system will never let you, you know, possess your promised land. Will never let you become all that God wants you to be in life. I believe you have been blessed today. However, I will not close this podcast without praying for as many of you that are under the sound of my voice you want to give your life to Jesus you are here under the sound of my voice listen to me from any whatever continent you are hearing me from say after me say Lord Jesus come into my life I believe I'm a, I believe you died for me I'm a sinner I believe you died for me and I know you come to die for me on the cross and you rose up the third day to give me a new life Lord Jesus cleanse me today from every sin and iniquity with your blood make me a child of God make me give me a new life thank you Jesus for saving me I said that prayer I just believe you are God born again for a very believing church around you are 10. Welcome to the family of God. And I pray for as many of you under the sound of my voice that I receive grace to be delivered from the wrong belief system in the name of Jesus. Every limitation placed upon your life by reason of the way you see yourself. Today that limitation is removed in the name of Jesus. Begin to see yourself the way God sees you from today on. Thank you, Jesus. 
back in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Don't forget, I just released a book titled Strategy Prayer Skills. You get a copy at an affordable rate. And send me a WhatsApp plus 234 703 That's plus 234 703 You can send my email on babi.01 at gmail.com. Don't forget, you know, if for those of you that are in Ibadan, uh, next, uh, in on the trip, on the 31st of Sunday, 31st of October 2021 is our, our School of Marriage Conference, which will be taking place at Living Proof Itri, Felele Ibadan. You know, our guest for that day is Pastor Ibe Okolade, the resident pastor of Living Faith Church, Worldwide Ring Road, Ibadan. It will be hosted by my wife and I. For inquiry about this program, you can call or send an email uh, or a WhatsApp on plus 234 That's that's plus two three four seven zero three nine three one seven four. Thank you for listening. To your good success in business life and career, it is I, Bamini John, signing out. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Hello, my listeners out there. Welcome to another exciting edition of Good Success on Air with Bam Daily John. Good Success on Air with Bam Daily John is a success inspiration and motivation podcast and is designed by God to help people make their own prosperous and financial good success in their family life, business life, and career. I am still your host, Bam Daily John. Today, I'm going to be talking you know, about the topic that is tied to the power of right belief system, part two, as a continuation of where we stopped the last time, the power of right belief belief system part two let us pray father in jesus name lord as we hear these words at this time we ask for god that this word will become life to us in jesus and john 63 says the word that i speak they are spirit and they are life i pray that as people hear this word that this word will indeed become spirit and life to them in the name of jesus lives will be changed in jesus name destiny will be transformed thank you jesus in jesus name we pray amen the power of right believing system part two will continue now, in our purpose fulfillment strategy or system, I want you to know that what you believe is powerful. In our purpose discovery or fulfillment system, I want you to understand that what you believe is very fundamental. What you believe can change the course of your life in a tremendous way. Jesus, speaking in the book of John, uh, in the book of Mark 9, verse 23, said. If thou can believe, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. What Jesus is saying here that if only you can believe it, you can achieve it. Meaning, if you can't believe it, you cannot achieve it. What Jesus is trying to tell us here is that. The outcome of our life is as a result of what you believe. What you are today is also as a result of what you believe right and wrong. Where you are today is a function of or a result of what you believe right and wrong. Now, sadly, most of us come from backgrounds that sociologically condition us for defeat. Most of us come from backgrounds that sociologically you know, condition us for failure. 
However, we need to rise above such background. I remember in the course of the when we started uh, Good Success on Air, I did I did a podcast on rising above your background. You know, so we need to rise above the background of failure. We need to rise above the background of wrong belief system. How? By conditioning or by conditioning our mind to believe what right because whatever the human mind can believe it can achieve whatever your mind can believe you can achieve i want you to tell yourself whatever my mind can believe i can achieve now the last time i told us about how a wrong belief system stop the children of israelite from you know entering their promised land similarly no matter how great your future it may be a prophet has told you you know in time past that you're a man of great destiny you know uh, you are a person of great glory i want you to know if your mind is conditioned wrongly you will never get there it's not a cause it's the reality the children of israel they have everything it takes to get to the program don't forget god gave them you know a word but at the end of the day you know their mind did not allow them to work to get to what god for them where god ordained them to be now you see looking at now in life this is not scientology no but i can tell you that your mind is your instrument of breakthrough in life i repeat this is not scientology what i'm saying here is real that your mind you know is your instrument of breakthrough in life the victory you must that must be won in life must first be won in your mind the height you want to attain in life must first be attained in your mind that is if you will ever get there now the question is how did abraham made it before the fall of man now abraham i sorry adam not abraham adam now adam made it before the fall of man because his mind was conditioned for positivity the mind of man before the fall was like the mind of god don't forget god created us in his image after his own likeness and the, in the image of god or in the likeness of god there's no failure in his system in the image and likeness of god there is no defeat no god for god is a win-win situation so that was how god programmed us you know the mind of man before the fall was full of un- was the mind of god that was full of unlimited possibilities that was the secret behind you know is being able to name all the creatures and animals at creation but immediately he fell many man lost you know uh, the mind of god he fell to sin his mind for the very first time began to imagine defeat because like a computer system the program of his mind has been corrupted by the virus of sin that was when you know in chapter 3 you know they realized that they were naked who told them that it's simply because a virus has attacked a virus of sin has attacked you know the program of their mind they realized they were naked and they begin to look for you know uh leaves to sow to cover their nakedness nobody told them that but something a wrong programming a wrong belief system was introduced in the program of their mind so that was when you know failure was introduced in the life of man after the fall before the fall he could only see himself achieving so adam achieved nothing was impossible until sin gained access into his mind that's the virus of sin gained control of the program of his mind the program that god 
programmed in his mind. Man was a die on a downward trend until Jesus, the word, was introduced to man. Now let's consider the man Abraham. This man began making progress at an unusual age. God called Abraham at the age of 75. You can find that in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. The Bible speaking in Genesis 12, verse 1 to says, Now the Lord had said to Abraham, to Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from your children and from thy father's house unto a land I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee. And in thee all the families of the earth shall be blessed. All the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham, so Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abraham was seven, seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. Look at that. He began making progress at seventy-five years. God called him out of his kindred from his father's house to make him what a great nation. However, God had a problem with him, and what was it? The problem that God had with Abraham or Abraham was what his belief system now he was coming from a background or you know where they have low esteem because of the wrong belief system of the background of poverty that Abraham had Abraham's mind was conditioned to fail so God needed to work on his mind because that was the greatest limitation to his God ordained future many of you are hearing me you know you God had great plans for you. The Bible says that the thought I have for you are thought of good and not of evil to give you an unexpected end. So there is a future and a hope that God had for you. But God needs to work on your mind because as long as you have that mindset of failure, you know, like Abraham, as long as you have that wrong background, wrong belief system of defeat, you never become what God wants you to be. God is all powerful. Don't forget that. However, you need to condition yourself, your mind, to think like God. Now, we saw that in Genesis chapter 13, verse 4, 14 to 17, how God worked on the program of what? The mind of Abraham. Genesis chapter 13, verse 14 to 17 says, And Abraham's, and the Lord said to Abraham, after the Lord was departed from him, underline that. The Lord said to Abraham, after the Lord has what departed from departed, separated from him, lift up thy eyes and look from the place where thou art, northward and southward and eastward and westward. For the land which thou seest, to thee will I give, and to thy seed forever. And I'll make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, so shall he thy seed be numbered. Arise, walk through the length, walk through the line in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I give it unto thee. Now we see that God called Abraham alone, but he took Lot along with him. And as long as Lot was with him, with Abraham, Abraham's mind was beclouded. He could not see far. But immediately there was a separation between him and Lot. His mind came alive. He was able to see farther than what he can see. Similarly, the reason why some of you are not where 
God ordained you to be right now is because of the loss you are carrying, you know, as excess baggages on in your life journey. In the case of Abraham, his own lot was his family member. Whereas in some people's cases, some people listening to me, the loss in your life is sin. You see, as long as you live your life perpetually in sin, you know, you are not born again, you are just living your life the way you want it. There is no way you can go far in life. As long as you, you know, you have sin in your life, there is no way you can fulfill your God ordained, you know, purpose for your life. It's impossible. So you need to do away with the lifestyle of sin if you must go far in life. So sin is a lot in life of some people, you know, that they must do away with in order for them to fulfill destiny in life. But for some other persons, their loss in their life, you know, are their friends, some of their family members like Abraham, that immediately you tell them your great ideas, you know, they will be the first to discourage you. They will, they will even remind you of, they will remind you of your past failure. They will remind you of your background. They will even tell you, you know, and remind you that are you not the son or daughter of so-so-and-so? That don't forget that in your lineage, you know, there's nobody that has ever become a doctor or a professor before. Or you mistakenly tell them that you want to become a millionaire and they will tell you, you know what? You know, in pigeon, they will tell you, you will you never talk. How do you want to become a millionaire? You that you are still struggling. You don't even have a job. How do you want to become a millionaire? They will discourage you. What I'm saying is that, you know, as long as such people stay around you, there's no way you can write, you can fulfill what your God ordained purpose in life. Now, these people are all around you. They will never want you to rise beyond them. They will never want you to authorize, you know, beyond your level. And for that reason, they will be bringing the thoughts of failure and defeat into your mind to poison your belief system. You must mark such people in your life and avoid them like a plague if you must rise, if you must ever rise in life. Back to the story of Abraham, God told him after you know, Lord departed from him or separated from him to lift up his eye and see. God wasn't expecting him to see with his physical eye. No, God wants him to see with his inner eye. That is the eyes of right believing belief system, you know, which we call the eyes of faith. Similarly, you must condition your eyes to see great things about your future. Stop seeing the picture of poverty, failure, and defeat. Stop seeing yourself. Stop seeing. Start seeing yourself in the future that God has ordained for you. Start seeing yourself being a prof- the first professor in your family, the first medical doctor in your family. Start seeing yourself as the first millionaire that will come out of your village, no matter how small your village is. Abraham made it through the active use of his mind by believing right, by dreaming big dreams. Abraham was able to secure his future. A right belief system made him to move from where he was to where God has ordained him to be. Also, a right belief system will make you move from where you are right now to where God has ordained you to be. However, in order for you you to have a right belief system, you need to have the eyes of your understanding to be flooded with light. Until the eyes of understanding of Abraham was flooded with light, he could not see beyond his nose. And you can only your eyes of understanding can only be flooded with light when you have lights. And what is that light? Jesus is the light. When Jesus comes to you, you know, he introduces light into your mind, into your mind eye, 
and every darkness will give way. So if you are here, you are under the sound of my voice. The Bible says that we have the mind of Christ. But in order for you to have that mind or carry that mind of Christ that will make you a victor in life and not a victim, you must accept Jesus Christ in your life as you know, your personal Lord and Savior. So you are under the sound of my voice. You want to give your life to Jesus. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I know I'm a sinner and I know you come to die for me on the cross. I was able to give me a new life. Please, Jesus, wipe away my sins by your blood. Write my name in the good book of life and make me a child of God. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. If you have said that prayer, we just believe in God born again. You know, look for a very believing church and believe for attend. Welcome to the family of God. And I pray for as many of you that honor the sound of my voice that you are free from every form of limitation that has beclouded your mind in Jesus' name. As many of you that are carrying loads, excess baggage of wrong friends, wrong ideology, you know, wrong uh, belief system. This day, I separate you from them in the name of Jesus. I pray for you that you will fulfill your God or destiny in life in Jesus' name. Receive the mind of Christ in Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Uh, during our last uh, event we had, what such a glory was such a glorious event. That's about the school of marriage. I released a new book titled Kayamata. Now, what does Kayamata mean? You know, Kayamata means uh, the book Kayamata, love, the love portion for a divorce proof marriage. <clears throat> you know, it's a book for both singles and married. It is, you know, it's a book that dissects why you should marry and have a divorce proof marriage. It is a book that we, you know, that will bless you in no small way. The word Kayamata means, you know, love portion or charm. The Lord gave me this title to deflect the message of this book that there are portion and ingredient that when mixed together, you know, like the way the people in the world do it, when mixed together, you know, it will, it will give you an enjoyable and a divorce-proof marriage. To get a copy of this book, you can send me a WhatsApp or message on plus 234-703-393-1274. That's send me a WhatsApp on plus 234-703-393-1274. Or you can send me an email on babdejohn one at gmail.com. That's bambijon01 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to your good success in business life and career. It is I, Bambijon, sign now. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Hello, my listeners. Welcome to another exciting edition of Good Success on Air with Bambi Dillinger. Good Success on Air with Bambi Dillinger is a success, motivation, aspirational podcast that is designed by God to help you make your way to spiritual somebody to have good success in your family life, business life, and career. I'm still your host, Bambi Dillinger. Today, we continue with the series we began a while ago on the power of right delivery system, part three. The power of right delivery system, part three. Uh, we pray that's about our right to this system. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for our opportunity to hear this word. I pray as we hear this word, this word become spirit and life to them in Jesus' name. Lord, let your anointing come upon this word, let your power come upon this word, and let people be set free from one belief system. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, pray. Amen. The power of right belief system, Patrick. Now, you must understand that in your Purpose, discovery, fulfillment system or strategy. You are a product of what you believe right or wrong. You are a product of what you believe right or wrong. 
wrong belief system can cripple a man's destiny. Want to know that? That wrong belief system can cripple a man's destiny. Wrong belief system can stop a man from becoming what God has ordained him or her to become in life. Wrong belief system can stop a man from feeling his God ordained destiny in life. To start with, what is the belief system? Now, the belief system oh, is a set of principles or tenets which together form the basis of a religion philosophy or moral code. Now, what is belief itself? The belief is faith or trust in the reality of something, often based upon one's reason, in trust in a claim. Now, the belief is also an acceptance that a statement is true or that something exists. You see, something doesn't have to be real for you or for us to believe in it. Like in some families, it is ingrained in their belief system that nobody passes a certain level. That when somebody tries to pass that level, something bad or something, you know, something will just happen. That alone can form a stronghold for limiting your belief system in that family. Beliefs vary from person to person as those are conditioned to around certain things. Once we accept that something is is true, we continue to tell ourselves that the thought or idea is real and true, even if it is not true by someone else standard or even if they are evidence of the opposite. Essentially, a belief is something that tells us over and over you know, to a point that we have great difficulty in accepting any other reality. Belief are just thoughts that we keep thinking over and over they eventually become a stronghold in our lives. Now contrary to popular belief that a stronghold is a demonic oppression. No. A stronghold is a thought pattern that has a iron grip effect over an individual. When we get to a point that where something, where a thought or something you know, cannot be challenged or questioned, we are risk we risk allowing our belief system to be to cloud our view, both of the world around us and of ourselves too. We begin, you know, we have we begin to add code our beliefs into our identities and labels. For instance, some adults in their adults who don't see themselves fortunate, you know, and it is not their fault. They always see themselves you know, as unfortunate because all through their childhood stage, they always they always being called idiots, fools, and in fact they carry these wrong labels, you know, over to their adulthood. Now we tend to adopt you know, countless beliefs and leaders that are in fact harmful to us. Example of labels that people carry over the years that affect their belief system are, you know, people somebody believing himself that he is inadequate. I'm inadequate, I am unlovable. Oh, for me, such examples. I am a leader, I am weak, I'm a failure, I am not good enough. Now, these are the examples of you know, belief system, thoughts that can form a stronghold in the life of somebody that can limit him for from feeling his God or their destiny. Now, wrong belief system can put a man in prison. Now, a lot of people are confined today because of what 
what of their wrong belief system. The story of Goliath and the children of Israel is illustrative in this regard. Now, all through the Bible, there was no way it was recorded that Goliath killed a fight. No, talk less of killing a man or animal. However, the wrong belief system that Israel carried over to battle place the Israelite carry over to battle place a strong rule upon their life. Now Goliath was a toothless bulldog. The only thing uh, intimidating about Goliath was his stature. The Bible described him as a champion. Yes, but didn't tell us he killed anybody. First Samuel chapter 17 verse 4 to 17. And there was out of there was out a champion out of the camp of Philistines named Goliath of that whose height was six cubit six cubit and his span. And he had an element of brass upon his head, and his arm was armed with a coat of mail, and his height of the coat was five thousand shekels of silver of brass, and he had greaves of brass upon his legs, and a target of brass between his shoulder, and a staff of his spear, and the staff of his spear was like a river stream, and his pierced head weighed six hundred shekels of silver, and is and one bearing the shield when before that was all the devil told us. Uh, the Bible told, tells us about Goliath, his intimidating stature. Now, the only advantage I believe Goliath had over the Israelite was his intimidating stature, and this intimidating stature was a strong good, was a strong message to the Israelite that well, they are wrong religious system, you know, that nobody can ever conquer this Goliath. That was what was ingrained in the mind of the Philistines. So whenever Goliath appeared, everyone take to his heels, even their king, tallest man. So he didn't stop at that at his stature alone. You know, Goliath began to what, speak to them intimidating words. He said to the first someone something that said, Choose a man from you and let him come down to you to fight. Look at that. And hearing this word send a cold chill into the spine of the Israelites. Everybody, including their king, ran for their life because of what their wrong belief system. It is it has to take a David who had a right believing system, you know, to come to bring down the head of Goliath. When now when David appeared on the scene, it happened, he happened to hear about the lies of the giant. Goliath came again with his usual antics to demoralize and destabilize the army. You know, but this time a man, David, was right, you know, with the right believing system, with the right belief system was on the same. Now please note that most of what the enemy you know uses against us and our lies. And this life when fed by the devil can create an entire nation, as you see in the case of Israelite. I don't know how long the Israelites were in battle in that battle with the Philistines. But I tell you that their own belief system was what put an entire nation in bondage. That is why I want to challenge you that the information you believe about yourself may be wrong. I want to challenge you that the information you believe about yourself, you know, to be unfortunate, may not be accurate. And the more you sustain that body of knowledge about yourself, the more you sustain that ideology, you, you, the more you live an average life in life. Very, very important.
That's why the Bible calls the devil a liar. You know? Because that lie was spread by the devil. The Bible calls him a liar and the father of all lies. However, knowing the truth sets you free. John 8 you say, Thou shalt, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall what? Make you free. Now it is the truth that that David knew that changed, you know, his belief system about the battle. The right belief system gave David victory over Goliath. David disbelieved what other Israelites believed about Goliath. Look at that. Similarly, it is very important that you need to disbelieve some beliefs, some religion or belief system of your lineage. Probably you people have been, you know, you have this invisible barrier that has been stopping you from advancing, you know, in life. Maybe you don't cross a certain age or if you don't achieve, there's no medical doctor, nobody has ever gone to university and you thought that this is how the whole, you know, thing took place, you know, and nobody, because of that, never seriously outside the world to take a step. You need to disbelieve that. You see, in the case of the Israelite and the war of Israelite and uh, the Goliath and the Philistine, war, you see, war is about propaganda. War is about who makes the loudest noise. Yeah, it was obvious that Goliath and the Philistine were making all the noise. That was why it was looking as if they were winning the battle. Their propaganda was selling, their lies were selling until they did arrive, arrive the same. First Samuel 17, verse 20 20 tells us about David. You know, I'll just read part of it. Verse 22 says, And David left his carriage in the hands of the keeper of the carriage and ran into the army and came and saluted the brethren. And as he talked with them, verse 23, Jodiah came of the champion, Goliath of God, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the citizens and spake according to the same word as David was having. Look at that. Here, Goliath thought it was business as usual. Not knowing that David, the man with the right belief system, is on the same. Now, David used five smooth stones to bring down Goliath. I want you to know that that five uh, stones, because you know, represent the truth. Because truth is a five-letter word, representing the fact that, representing the five smooth stones that he used. Now, what is the truth that, you know, set David from the wrong belief system of Goliath being undefeated. Now, this is the truth. You find that in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 5 to 7, he says, Then said David to the Philistine, Thou came to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I came to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the, the God of the army of Israel, whom thou defiled. He said, With the Lord, deliver me into you being to my hand, and I will spread it, and I will take that head from thee, and I will give the carcass of the host of this this day unto the power of the earth, and to the white beast of the earth, that, that all the earth will know that there is a God in Israel, and all the assembly shall know that the Lord saved not with his sword of our spear. For the battle is the Lord, and he, gave, he, and he will give you into my hand. That was the truth that David used to claim the so also, you need to sustain the truth, the body of knowledge. And it is this truth that will set you free from what? The wrong mindset. It is this truth that will set you free from the wrong belief system. You see, like David, some of us need to face our diet and challenge, you know, the wrong belief system. 
that have been limiting and aligning for long. That is only when you can emerge champions alive. God bless you. However, I will not, I will not, uh, in order for you to have the right belief system, uh, you need to know the truth because the truth is what makes you. And that is why only, and this can only happen in the person of Jesus Christ. I said, Jesus Christ, your life and pastor, you wonder if I'm sound of my voice, you want to Jesus in your life and pastor, say this prayer, I'm saying, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I know you, I am a sinner, I know you come to die for me as well. I know you come to give me a new life. Please don't wipe my sins with the name of God. Write your name in the book of life. Count your name from the book of death. Make a child of God. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. You have set up here with the church for your day. Look for them, we'll be church. Then, God bless you. Thank you for listening. During our last uh, program, about uh, a school of marriage, I released a new book called Kayamata, the love portion for a diverse school marriage. It is a book for singles and married. It's a book that I said why you should marry and have the diverse marriage. It's a book that will bless you in no small way. The word Kayamata means the love portion of Sham. The Lord gave me this fight to decree the message of people that they are portion or individual that when we together can work, make one's marriage enjoyable and diverse. Get this copy, you can send me a WhatsApp of plus 234 7089 to send me an email on Thank you for Hello, my listeners out there. I welcome you to another exciting edition of Good Success on Air with Bambi Dijon. Good Success on Air with Bambi Dijon is a success, inspiration, and motivational podcast that is designed by God to help people make their way prosperous and for them to have good success in their family life, business life, and career. I am still your host, Bambi Dijon. Today, I'm going to be talking about a title that is a topic that is titled "The Power of Right Belief System, Part Four." The Power of Right Belief System, Part Four. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for yet another opportunity to hear these words. I pray that as people hear this word, that this word will produce in their life in hundredfold in the name of Jesus. I pray for them as this word comes to them, it becomes spirit and life to them. Bible says in John 63 that the word that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. I pray that as they hear this word, this word becomes spirit and life to them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus, in Jesus' name, because testimony follow in Jesus' name. The power of right belief, belief system, part four. Now, in life, in order for you to fulfill your God ordained destiny, you must think right. In life, in order for you to fulfill your God ordained destiny, you must think correctly. Because right, th- right thinking determines right belief system, which in turn determines your destiny. You see, what you think affects your belief system, right or wrong? The Bible says in Proverbs 23, that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. A man's life is not better or cannot be better than the quality of his thought life. I repeat, a man's life cannot be better than the quality of his thought life. That's why the Bible admonishes us to guide our heart with all diligence because out of it 
flows the issues of life. Those things that pertain to life and godliness, they flow out of our hearts. That's why it's very important, you know, as you are listening to me, to guide your heart. Guide the quality of what you are thinking, you know, what you are thinking. It is what comes out of you. It's what, you know, um, defies you. That according to what Jesus said, not what goes into you. You know, when they were talking to Jesus, the Pharisees came to him and they are like, you know, this that they saw his disciples, you know, eating without washing their hands. And, you know, they are like using that to make a case. Even though in the natural, when you eat without uh, washing your hands, it's, it's, you can eat jam. But Jesus is telling them that beyond that, what goes in, what, you know, comes out of you, you know, your thoughts. He told them specifically that out of the heart comes evil heart, evil thoughts, adultery, fornication, you know, all those evil things. They come out of your heart and they are the things that defies you. Not necessarily what goes into you. You must understand. So you must get it right today that it is what you think that what that determines the outcome of your life. I want you to understand that in this earth realm, the quality of your thoughts determines you know, your belief system. Like I said, and your life cannot be better than the quality of your belief system. Your thought pattern always determines the outcome of your life. This is not rocket science. It is according to the scriptures. That's in Proverbs 4 verse 23. You see, the human mind had been conditioned in such a way that the picture that are dormant or that, that, you know, that are domain in the mind over a long period of time becomes a stronghold. In the life of such an individual, we determine what he or she will attract into his or her life. Now, what are strongholds? Like I said, strongholds are not necessarily, you know, uh, demonic forces. You know, when, when we talk about stronghold, a lot of people will flash their mind to, yes, that guy is under a stronghold, meaning that guy is under a demonic forces. Now, it is not all deliverance, you know, that are demonic forces related deliverance. There are some deliverance that are personal deliverance. There are some deliverance that are deliverance of the mind, not the stronghold of darkness. So the stronghold I'm talking about here in this context, I mean, stronghold are evil thoughts and imagination that pulls a man down on his journey to destiny. Strongholds, what are strongholds? Strongholds are imaginary forces of limitation that peg a man to stay in a certain level. That is, you know, as a result of what is thought pattern. Look, your thought is like a magnet. It will either push you to fortune or to failure or defeat. It's very, very important. You have to know this. Now, I want you to know that in order to have a right belief system, you know, you must improve the quality of your thought life. You must understand that God wants us to think big. You must realize that God wants us to dream big dreams. And this the reason for that, and the reason for that is that he God himself is a big God. He doesn't want us to be thinking according to the size of our pocket. No. He doesn't want you to be he want he doesn't want you to be thinking according to the size of your family. When God has you know raised uh, called you to become a kingdom financier, and all what you are thinking is you and your family alone, you cannot become that kingdom financier. God has called you to become a kingdom millionaire, you know, to help to sponsor the gospel, you know, to help to uh, do the work of uh, humanitarian works all over the world. But you so much limit yourself to only think of me and my family alone. You can never become that kingdom millionaire. So, 
you must think according to the greatness of his power, not according to the size of your pocket or the size of your job. No. Because according to the scripture in Exodus 3.20, it says, is able to do for you exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power, the greatness of the power, according to the power that worketh the world in us. Get this, your thinking straight this morning. That what that, that what that means is that the quality of your thought life, you know, does not just determine the level of your belief system. The quality of your thinking can limit the move of God Himself in your life. Your thinking must be straightened up with the word of God if you want to see the mighty move of God in your life. I repeat, your thinking pattern must be straightened up with the word of God if you want to see the mighty move of God in your life. Because by your thought, you shall be justified. And by your thought, you shall be condemned. Now, the woman with the issue of blood, you know, thought in her mind that if only I can touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. Now, she was healed and justified by what her thoughts. I tell you that that single thought of us gave her a miracle that ended the issue of life that has plagued her for 12 years. Mark chapter uh, 5 verse 6 tells us that she has suffered many things of, you know, she has suffered many things from many physicians and has spent all her livelihood, all that she had, and she was not getting better. But rather, she grew worse. But I tell you that the day she followed the direction of her thought pattern, her thought life, by touching Jesus' clothes, she was made whole of that infirmity that has plagued and rubbish her life for 12 years. She had the right thought, which formed a belief system, and that produced a long-awaited miracle. Her life became better because of her thoughts. Because she thought right. Similarly, God wants you to think right. God wants you to what? To think big. You are thinking about your local government. Why, why God wants God is thinking about what? A nation. You are thinking about, you know, you are looking at the lives of the people, you know, that now if, if, if you take a look at the life of the people that you know God has called in time past, he had to work on their mind, he had to work on their thought pattern. You know, so if you do researches, he has to work. Change the way they think. He told Abraham, as far as you can see, when he called um, uh, Jeremiah, he told the Jeremiah, "What can you what see?" Meaning, whatever Jeremiah saw, according to Jeremiah chapter one verse ten, his ministry will not be, you know, will not be bigger than what his mind can capture. Meaning, whatever your mind can capture is what God will give to you at the end of the day. Now. Why did God normally work on the minds of the people he calls? In the case of Abraham and the case of Jeremiah, it is because he knows that their thinking pattern or their life, their, their thoughts life can hinder his moved his moves in their life. Now, there are three important things. There are three important things that are very important in life. Number one, what you think about yourself. Number two, what people think about you. Then number three, and what God thinks about you. Now, what you are thinking about yourself is so important. You must think good things about yourself. Stop thinking the thought of failure and defeat. Quit thinking you are shattered and battered in life. And stop thinking nothing good will come out of your life. You see, as 2021 is going to an end, stop thinking nothing good can come out of your life. 
Because Ecclesiastes 7 verse 8 says, Better is the end of the thing than the beginning thereof. And the pleasure in the spirit is better than the proud in the spirit. Meaning, it doesn't matter how you started the year 2021. Your best days are ahead of you. If you can only deafen your ears to evil thoughts coming out of your heart, you will end this year 2021. Well, if you can deafen your ears to the name or gainsayers, you will end this year in a grand style. The year 2021 is not yet over. I am sure... I am sure, I assure you that what something good can come out of your life. It doesn't matter how you started the year 2021. You know, it doesn't matter how the year 2021 has been to you and your family. The remaining 25 days of this year or thereabout, for this year to end, something good will come out of your life. I'm just prophesying that to you. You have to receive it now. That this remaining 25 days, something good will come out of my life. What people think or say about you is, is not important. What people think or say about you is does not count. If you allow what people think or say to affect your life, it will affect your belief system. If you allow what people think or say to count your life, it will affect your destiny. In life, the most important thing, you know, is what God thinks about you. What God thinks about you is the most important. Not what people are thinking about you or what you are thinking about yourself. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, For I know the thought I think towards you, says the Lord. This is God talking here. It's a thought of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. Now, when we talk about the thought of God, thought of peace, what does peace mean? Peace, the word peace means, you know, in Hebrew, it means shalom. And what does shalom mean? Shalom means prosperity. Shalom means health. Shalom means vitality. Shalom means all the good things of life. So I, I want you to know that today that God is thinking good about your life. He's thinking prosperity as 2021 is going to an end for you. He's thinking health and wholesomeness for you. So God is thinking good things about you and not evil. To so give you what? Your desirable, you know, uh, glorious year 2021. NIV says, For I know the plan that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you are not to what harm you. Plans to give you a, a future and a hope. So God is planning to prosper you in this many 25 days or thereabouts for 2021 to go to an end. That's why you don't have to limit yourself. So God wants to prosper you in this many years. You know, that's why his thoughts must align with your thoughts. However, you must align your thoughts pattern to what? To synchronize with his thought pattern if you must finish this year well. And how do you do that? You do that by what? The word of God. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says, And be not be conformed to this word, to this aeon, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove us the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Meaning, transform your word. Be transformed. Be yet transformed by the renewing of your mind. By what? The word of God. Any evil thought comes to you in this many part of this year, 2021, I want you to counter it with what? With the thought of the word of God. Anytime negative and defeating thoughts comes to you in these many days of 2021, counter that thought with what? What God says about you. And what does God say about you? Jeremiah 29, 11, Amplified says, For I know the thought I have and plans I have for you, says the Lord. Thought and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil. To give you an expected end. So quit thinking evil. This year 2021 remaining, no evil before you and your family. That's why you have to stop thinking accident. Stop thinking sicknesses. Stop thinking evil thoughts. Again, what is God thinking about you? Job chapter 8 verse 7 says, Though your beginning was small, yet your latter end shall be very great. Meaning, you may have started the year 2021 small. I don't know you. But what God is saying is that what? Your latter days in 2021 will be very great. You may, you can still get that your dream job this year. 
you can get engaged this year. You can still get that promotion this year. That long-awaited miracle can still get to you this year. You can still get your dream car this year. God is telling me to present the lives of somebody that your best days are ahead of you in this remaining days of 2021. So the conclusion of the matter is that God's thought about you, you know, let God thought about you supersede what people are thinking about you. Let God thought about you supersede what you are thinking about yourself. Let God be true according to the scripture and let every day be a liar over your life. Let God's word about you override what you are thinking about yourself. Learn to align your thoughts with his thoughts. And let that be the basis of your belief system. And I can guarantee you that you end this year 2021 better than the way you started it in Jesus' name. God bless you. However, in order for you to end uh, the year 2021, well, in order for you to work, to have a right believing system, you need to know the truth. And what the truth says, the Bible says that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. The truth, you know, this can only happen when you receive Jesus in your life as your personal Lord and Savior. So if you are hearing me under the sound of my voice from wherever nations you are hearing me from, you can pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I know I'm a sinner and I know that you come to die for me on the cross of Calvary. I was expected to give me a new life. Please, Jesus, wipe away my sins by your blood. Write my name in the book of life. Make me a child of God. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. If you have prayed that prayer, we believe you just got born again. Look for a Bible-believing church and begin to attend. I pray for you as many that are under the sign of my voice. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. I pray into your life that you will end the year 2021 well in Jesus' name. That the better shall be the end of this year for you than the beginning thereof in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are free from every negative and defeating belief system right now. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Um, during our last uh, program, held in Ibadan, Ibadan School of Marriage, I just released a new book titled Kayamata, A Law Portion for a Divorceful Marriage. This book is for both for single and married. It is a book that I said, you know, why you should be gloriously married and have a divorce-proof marriage. It's a book that will bless you in no small way. You know, the book Kayamata, you know, means love portion or love charm. The Lord gave me this title to depict the message of this book that they are portion or ingredient when mixed together can make one marriage enjoyable and divorce proof. To get this copy at an affordable price, you can send me a WhatsApp message on plus 234 That's plus 234 plus 234 Or you can send me on email on gmail.com. Thank you for listening to your good success in business, fine life, and career. This is Bam Daily John, sign out.